Shila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Bhakti Vaishnava Rinda ki jai, Shishi Radha Gokulananda ki jai, Krantarashima Bhagavatam ki jai, Gora Premanande. Om Agyana Timirandasya. Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Militam Yena Tasmai Shivaveva Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakaramaya Dadati Swapadantipa Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttaparakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sarana Raganatam Vitantam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savarutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Deva, Shri Radha Krishna Padam, Sahagana Lalita, Shri Vishakam Vitamscha, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale, Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Namine, Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschachadeshatam Mancha Kapaturubhyascha Kripasindubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanivyo Vaishnavi Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinavando Jagapati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavanishwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamani Hari Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasari Gora Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivanaruttamam Deving Sarasvating Vyasam Tatojayam Abhiraye Nashta Prayeshvabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavatutama Shoke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Arikasha, good morning everyone. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I don't know why we don't say 
good morning to each other, <laughs> devotee communities. What's wrong with saying good morning? Good morning. <clears throat> <clears throat> Why good morning? Hare Krishna. Okay. <laughs> Both. Nice to be here again in Bhaktivedanta Manor. It's always such a special experience for me. First time I was here uh, was 1973. How many years ago is that? <laughs> How many of you were already in these bodies at that time? A few of you. Not many. <laughs> Some of you won't admit that you were already here. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, so this year is celebrating 50 years. 50 years of Bhaktivedanta Manor, yes? Yes, and this is... Uh, yes, we, we look for any excuse to celebrate, don't we? But I think we have a special re reason to celebrate in this case. Uh, so many special reasons, but this is nice. Krishna consciousness is about celebration, right? So today we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, this is Canto 2, chapter 10, the final chapter of Canto 2. Uh, the chapter is called Bhagavatam is the answer to all questions. Hmm. And we may discuss a bit why, why that's the case. Uh, this is verse number 21 and we can chant together. <clears throat> Yadatmani niralokam That's kind of low, isn't it? Yadatmani niralokam Atmanam chatidrikshataha Atmanam chatidrikshataha Nirbhinne hyakshinitasya Nirbhinne Hyakshinitasya Jyotish Chakshur Gunakraha Jyotish Chakshur Gunakraha Yadatmani Niralokam Atmanam Chadidrikshataha Nirbhinne Hyakshinitasya Jyotish Chakshur Gunakraha What's it mean? Yada Wow Atmani Unto himself Niralokam without any light. Atmanam, his own transcendental body. Cha, also other bodily forms. Didrikshata, desired to look upon. Nirbhinne, due to being sprouted. <laughs> he, for, akshini, of the eyes, tasya, of him, jyoti, the sun, chakshu, the eyes, gunagraha, 
the power of seeing. Hmm. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Śrīla Prabhupāda Kītāya. Translation, thus, when everything existed in darkness, the Lord desired to see Himself and all that was created. Then the eyes, the illuminating God's Son, the power of vision, and the object of sight all became manifest. Purport, the universe is by nature dense darkness. And therefore, the total creation is called tamas, or darkness. The night is the real feature of the universe, <laughs> for then one cannot see anything, including oneself. The dark out of, uh, sorry, <laughs> the Lord out of his causeless mercy, first desired to see himself and all the creation as well. And thus the sun became manifested. The power of vision for all living entities became possible. And the objects of vision were also manifested. This means that the whole phenomenal world became visible after the creation of the sun. And so ends Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse. Yadatmani niralokam atmanam cha didrikshata nirbhinne yakshini tasya jyotish chakshur guna graha. Thus, when everything existed in darkness, the Lord desired to see himself in all that was created. Then the eyes, the illuminating God's Son, the power of vision and the object of sight all became manifest. Those of us who have power of sight tend to, we may tend to take our power of seeing for granted. This verse, one way to appreciate, I think, this verse uh, is as a reminder not to take it for granted that we can see. There are, of course, people whose sight uh, has been lost in the course of their lives or even uh, are blind from birth. I knew one gentleman who had been blind from age three. He was a professor of philosophy. Uh, and I was um, hired to assist him. This was many years ago, uh, before I came to Europe. Uh, and he would have me read to him uh, philosophy books, John Locke. <laughs> And uh, what, I, what struck me, uh, uh, one thing that struck me about his blindness was how, how much he could see uh, without his eyes. That is, in particular, uh, his power of touch and his power of hearing. Um, um, and, uh, but, but we who have the power of sight, we tend, therefore not, we tend to take for granted when you have experience with a blind person, you come to appreciate that, oh, I have this power of sight, and this is something to be grateful for. And in particular, we can be grateful to the Lord, and more specifically, we can be grateful to uh, the Lord for His, His desire to see. This verse has the word didrikshataha, out of a desire. The, uh, this is 
uh, a particular form of uh, a verb, um, uh, which uh, is called the desiderative, <laughs> which means expressing a desire. We have this in uh, uh, Atato Brahma Jigyasaha. Jigyasaha is also a desiderative. Give you a little Sanskrit grammar lesson on a Sunday morning. Uh, desiderative. So Jigyasaha, the desire to, na- to know. Atato Brahma Jigyasaha. Hence, now, uh, the desire to know Brahman, or out of the desire to know Brahman, we will discuss uh, the Brahma Sutras, also known as Vedanta Sutra. So here we have the Lord, Didrikshataha, desiring to see. (laughs) One may wonder about this, how is it that the Lord is desiring to see, certainly he, uh, he always sees, and certainly that's true, but what we're getting here is an, a way of understanding how the creation as a whole in relation to ourselves is a matter of interdependence, and from this understanding of interdependence, Specifically here, what's the interdependence? Well, if we want to see, we need to have the sunlight. Uh, We need to have eyes. We need to have the power of vision, because you might have eyes but not have the power of vision. Just like my blind professor, he had eyes, but he had no power of vision. And the object of vision, something to look at has to be there as well. All of these uh, factors are there. And this is elaborating, this uh, section of this chapter is elaborating on a verse which you have all read, if I remember right. It's verse number nine, uh, which is giving the general principle um, uh, in a rather technical way. Uh, Is it nine? No, number eight. Okay, back to number eight. Yo adyatmiko ayam purusha saha asa eva adidaivikaha yas tatra ubaya vicheda purushaha hi adibotikaha. The individual person, uh, this is talking about purusha in three different forms, so it gets technical, but bear with me, there's a point. <laughs> the individual person possessing different instruments of senses is called the adhyatmic person. Okay, and the individual controlling deity of the senses is called adhidaivik. What is the individual controlling deity of the senses called? Adidaivik. The embodiment seen on the eyeballs is called the adibotic person. Huh? <laughs> we all, what is this? Yes, the embodiment, huh? the physical body seen on the eyeballs. That means when you look at someone else, Uh, you will see yourself mirrored in their eyes. What is that that you see? That is called the adibotic self. Okay, right, right. So (laughs) what is all this about? Srila Jiva Goswami is explaining in his Tattva Sandarva, very much at the end of the Tattva Sandarva, which the Tattva Sandarva is what it's about. It's all about how the Srimad Bhagavatam is the ultimate scripture. You want to know what to study of Vedic literature, or you want to know how to know anything, you want to know higher knowledge, go to the Srimad Bhagavatam. That's in a very systematic, analytical 
uh, sort of process of elimination, uh, Jiva Goswami gives us uh, that argument in his Tattva Sandharva. And toward the end, yes, practically at the end of the Tattva Sandharva, he talks about this chapter uh, of the Srimad Bhagavatam in which at the very beginning of the chapter, what do we get? Uh, there's, a, there's a list in the beginning of the 10th chapter. What is that list? Anyone remember? What's it about? What's the list of? Don't all answer at once, please. Atasargo visargas chastanam poshanam utaya. Very good. You get a gold star. <laughs> yes, he's giving the list of all the subjects of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Right? And at the end, what is the last item of that list? Ashraya. And what does ashraya mean? Shelter. And what does shelter mean? Why shelter? What's shelter about? Shelter means there is a shelter to all of the other nine principles. And it's not what is that shelter, it's who is that shelter. And who is that shelter? Ete Changsa Kala Pungsa Krishna's to Bhagavan Svayam. Krishna is that shelter. And much of what Jiva Goswami is explaining is why we should appreciate this <laughs> in his Tattva Sandarbha. And in these, uh, he goes on to explain uh, this verse number eight and I think also verse number nine, in which he's, he's saying, why, what is this all about? This is all about explaining that uh, the ashraya, to be an ashraya, has to be independent of all the others. Otherwise, not really an ashraya, not really a shelter. And how to understand that? Understand how everything that's interdependent is separate from, is dependent on uh, the Supreme Lord. That's, that's his argument. And then what we're getting in these verses is details about that. How does that work? So we can understand, we are seeing, those of us who are blessed that we have physical sight until one day when we're, you know, older, we get older and older and our sight maybe fades uh, and, and then maybe is no longer there, but now we have sight. How is it that we see, oh, there's a sun <laughs> and oh, I have eyes. And, oh, I have the power of sight. And, oh, I have something to look at. How wonderful. All right, so what, we may still say. <laughs> and here is uh, the sort of actual point that Jiva Goswami is giving. If there is an ultimate shelter, then what is our relation to this ultimate shelter? What do we do as a consequence? What... How do we respond to an ultimate shelter? We serve the ultimate shelter. So sarvopadivinirmuktam tatparatvena nirmula rishikesha rishikena sevanam bhaktiruta. Yes. Sarva upadi vinirmuktam completely free from what? From, from, from temporary designations, right? How many temporary designations that we cart around with us in the course of the day <laughs> that we try to take shelter of uh, while everyone else is also taking shelter of their temporary designations, and some of these temporary designations uh, prevent us uh, from relating with others because the temporary designations can be cause of 
fear of alienation. So sarvapadivi nirmuktam tatparatvena nirmalam, completely uh, nirmala, free from mala, free from contamination. Rishikena, uh, by means of what? By means of our senses, then what? What do we do? Rishikesha, sevanam. The sevanam, the service, is with purified senses, with our, by means of our senses, we serve Krishna. So, with our sight, that Lord who desired to see everything enables all of us to see. Isn't that wonderful? But what is more wonderful is that then we can recognize we have a duty, and that is a wonderful duty. We can serve the Lord with our senses. Right, we know all of this. <laughs> um, consider now for a moment the condition, Shishi Radha Gokulananda Ki Jai, Shishi Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman Ki Jai, Shishi Gornitai Ki Jai. Consider now the condition of the gopis in Vrindavan. <laughs> We're going from something a bit technical here, and suddenly the Swami is talking about the gopis. How did he get there? Well, <laughs> let's see if we can do this. Um, Krishna has been called to Mathura, yes? Who has called him? Huh? Kamsa has called him, and who is fetching him? Akrura. Why is he called Akrura? Why is he called Akrura? We may well wonder why he is called Akrura, because he is very cruel. And why is he cruel? One reason the gopis give, they give several reasons. One of the reasons that he is cruel. Do you want to know? No? Okay, one of the reasons he is cruel is because he is denying them of their sight. Why is he denying the gopis of their sight? Yeah, if Krishna is going, then they have nothing more to look at. Why would you want to see anything in this world? That's their mood. That's quite something, huh? <laughs> their only desire is to see Krishna, and now Krishna is going away. So what is the purpose of their power of sight? There's no more purpose. This is their complaint. Hmm. Well, okay, let's uh, think about, okay, sevanam, rishikena, uh, rishikesa, what about another servant of Krishna uh, in Vrindavan? How about Govardhan, who is sometimes identified as the Lord himself, no doubt, and he is sometimes, including by the gopis, identified as the best of devotees, right? Hantaya Madhirabala Haridasavarya. Yat Ramakrishna Charana Sparasha Pramodha Manang Tanoti Sahago Ganayos Tayor Yat Paniya Suyavasakandara Kandamulai. They are describing, I believe the Goswamis say it's Shimati Radharani who is speaking this particular verse. They, she uh, is glorifying. Govardhan as, um, as Haridas and Varya, as the best of devotees, and then giving details about why it is that he is the best of devotees. And what I want to suggest is one way to understand or appreciate 
why she's appreciating that he, Govardhan, is the best of devotees, is uh, he is enlivening Krishna's senses in so many different ways. So, Hantaya Madhvirabhala, Haridasya Varya, Yat Ramakrishna Charana, Sparasha Pramodha. The word Sparasha, actually, it's interesting in a sort of detailed sense of the Sanskrit language. The word is Sparsha. Sparsha, you know this word. What does Sparsha mean? Touch. Sparasha. It's been stretched out. This word has been stretched out with one additional syllable, just so that the meter will work, so that you'll have enough, uh, a, a, enough syllables to make the meter uh, scan, as it's called. Anyway, sparasha <laughs> pramodha. Uh, he is thrilled. That is, uh, Giriraj Govardhan is thrilled himself, his sense of touch is thrilled. How or why? What's happening on the top of Govardhan Hill? Yat Rama Krishna Sparasha. Pramodha. What are Rama, what are Balarama and Krishna doing on Govardhan? They're walking, they're running. They're jumping, they might be dancing also, right? And the touch of their feet is thrilling. <laughs> is, is, is thrilling, Giriraj. Yes, and also, manang tanoti sahago ganayos tayoryat paniya suyavasa mulai. There is water for the cows. Suyavasa, uh, there's very sweet grass, long, sweet, rich grass for the cows, just as you have here in the summertime for the cows. Finally, they can come out. What was the date that the cows came out? Finally. Huh? End of April, they came out. Uh -huh. And it's a big celebration. Why? Because the cows are so thrilled. So, um, all of, all, so the, the cows are thrilled also uh, on Govardhan. Uh, and um, what is it? Paniya Suyavasa Kandara Kandamulai. There are caves. And what are the caves good for? The caves, huh? Hide and seek, hide and seek exactly. <laughs> Who has played hide and seek when you were children? <laughs> so, who is the primordial player of hide and seek? <laughs> Krishna and Balaram and all the cowherd boys. Huh? They're all playing hide and seek. And where are they doing this? At at Govardhan. So Govardhan is providing. And then Kandamula. Uh, Kandamula uh, are particular kinds of roots and, uh, and some, sort of, some sort of edible. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Something which is pleasing to the taste. Um, all, of, all of these different sens sensual experiences, you can say, are provided by Giriraj. Uh, and so Giriraj becomes Haridasavarya for this reason and for so many other reasons. So like this, we can uh, sort of reflect how is it, um, how, how such a verse, which in a sense seems like it's just giving some technicalities, uh, is inviting us to appreciate what opportunity we have. Uh, and what is that opportunity? We have an opportunity to serve the original seer, um, the original Lord who sees, and he wants to see himself. 
Hmm, what is that? He wants to see himself. Yes, who is more attractive than the Lord? And so the Lord uh, wants to see himself. And of course, there's the pastime of him uh, looking into the mirror or looking into the reflection in his palace and seeing himself and being astonished. But also, he wants to see himself as the devotee sees him. And therefore, the Lord appears how? In what form does he appear? As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Just think about this. The Lord himself is appearing as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to experience himself <laughs> as the Lord. <laughs> He's coming in the form of the devotee. So that's also, we may want to say, hinted at in this verse. Now there's one more um, uh, sort of suggestion I want to draw out of, out of this, uh, not just this verse, but uh, this section, this chapter. And that is, there is an ongoing concern amongst the devotees to establish that there is a supreme personality of Godhead. And in particular, uh, they want to address those who would deny that there is a supreme personality of Godhead. And one sort of person who might be desiring to deny a supreme personality of Godhead come to be known as Buddhists. Ooh. <laughs> and um, one of the principles that the Bhagavatam is emphasizing repeatedly is that there is a supreme original cause. Etc. is saying there is a supreme cause, and that cause is Swarat, is Abhigya, is all knowing, and is Swarat, is independent. So that idea that there is a Lord and He is independent is emphasized in this chapter as drawn out uh, by Srila Jiva Goswami. Uh, okay, the Buddhists have their idea of causality. What is that idea? You may say, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about the Buddhists. Okay, uh, that's okay. Huh? You want to know? <laughs> Who wants to know? <laughs> Okay, so it's a, it's a technical term, uh, pratitya samutpada. Uh, the idea of what is called dependent uh, arising, uh, dependent arising or, um, yeah, dependent arising. The, the idea is that there is a cause for things to be as they are. But before that, there's another cause. And before that, there's a cause of that cause. And before that, there's a cause of that cause. And it takes us into a grand circle, which they identify generally as having 12 principal aspects. And it's a grand circle, and it's describing uh, the condition of samsara. And the condition of samsara, they say, is explained by this. And having explained this, you can understand how to get out of it by reversing it. You can reverse the system of causation. But there's no place within that, either this way circling or that way circling for an independent cause. And so the Bhagavatam is saying there is an independent cause. 
And also Lord Brahma is saying, Ishvara, Parama, Krishna, Satchit, Ananda, Vigraha, Vigraha, Anadir, Adir, Govinda, Sarva, Karana, Karanam, a cause of all causes. Now you can say that to a Buddhist, but then what's the Buddhist going to say? He says, oh, that's in your scriptures. We don't accept your scriptures. Hare Krishna. Therefore, Jiva Goswami comes back and says, well, that's too bad because <laughs> if you really want to think about how it is that you know anything, then uh, you should understand that the best way to know anything is to hear from Srimad Bhagavatam. And here's why. And he gives us the whole Tattva Sandarva to explain why. So there you go. Um, yes, so um, I, I wanted to highlight, this is something that the Bhagavatam is doing, is uh, in, in so many ways mm, giving arguments. Uh, and at the same time as giving arguments, it's uh, to those who would uh, say there is no supreme, there is no uh, there is no person to serve. At the same time, of course, it's urging us, uh, yes, you have uh, the Lord himself just waiting for you to accept your service. And when, he ex when, when we make that service, then the Lord is thrilled. <laughs> as Haridasavarya, as the best of servants, he is thrilled uh, when uh, Krishna and Balaram and the Gopas go running over uh, Govardhan Hill. So we might for today like to remember Krishna and Balaram running and jumping and hiding on Govardhan Hill as a way of remembering the Lord, but remembering also Giriraj as best of the servants and how we can be servants of the servants of the servants in such ways that we can contribute to the pleasure of Rishikesha, the Lord of senses, the Lord who has senses. Hare Krishna. Grantaraj Shimad Bhagavatam ki chai. If there's any reflection on any of this or comment or question, Yes, Tarn. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Uh, you mentioned like uh, Buddhists in a number of times. Um, it's interesting that they deny Vedas, but their scriptures, their Mm -hmm. philosophy, law of karma, is just all Vedic conclusions written down. So, nonsense, you know, they don't have their own philosophy almost. So, you probably studied Buddhism, I just know a little bit, but, uh, you know. Say again? Like uh, in Buddhist, Buddhist scriptures, yeah. you know, there's so much descriptions from Vedas right there. So, they, they said they, they rejected the Vedas, they don't accept, but yeah. whatever they have, for example, descriptions of heaven and hell, law of karma, and even names like Yamaraj in yeah. Buddhist scriptures. So, yeah. how can they say that, that they deny Vedas, but actually the scriptures is based on Vedas? Uh, yeah, um, well, in particular, as Srila Prabhupada says, they are uh, rejecting the injunctive uh, feature of the Veda, specifically the in <clears throat> the injunction uh, to perform sacrifice, um, right? And because there are Vedic injunctions to perform sac sacrifice, some of which uh, uh, are animal sacrifice. So, so that's rejected, and um, and we can say, well, that's kind of not such a not not such a bad thing, is it? 
Um, but as, again, Prabhupada explains, uh, it was thought to, it was felt to be necessary to reject the whole package because the Brahmins were saying, how can you reject sacrifice? It's in the Veda. And Veda is, you know, authority. And so essentially the response, so we understand, uh, the response was, well, if that's the case, then we reject Veda. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's kind of the logic. Um, but uh, yes, many scholars have recognized that there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of things in the Veda, but in particular in the Upanishads, uh, which you find also in uh, the in the Buddhist Pali Canon, for example, uh, there is a lot there. And but they they like to say there's um, it is possible that uh, these are borrowed. But they don't want to commit themselves to say that because, uh, as historians, they they're uh, hesitant to say which came first. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much. Um, Srila Prabhupada mentions that. The living entity serves uh, Krishna either directly or indirectly, ah. and I would like to understand how it is that we are actually uh, serving within illusion in this material energy. How is it that we're actually rendering service, although it's un unfavorable or unconscious? Huh. Interesting. That brings me to think about. Um, was it two days ago? Um, we had Harinam in London, downtown London, West End. Who was there for Harinam? <clears throat> yes, uh, and we see so many people, so many crowds of people, and we are we are thinking, oh, these these fallen souls. <laughs> How are they serving Krishna, right? Well, they're serving Krishna indirectly. How are they serving Krishna indirectly? Well, they're sustaining, you could say, uh, the material world uh, for the purposes that Krishna has the material world. And what are the purposes that he has the material world? Well, it's to, uh, to fulfill uh, the myriad desires of the living entities uh, to, to enjoy or to think that they enjoy separately uh, from Krishna. But we could say, uh, the, in this case, uh, of uh, Saturday evening in downtown London on West End, they're serving a purpose of being receivers of the holy name that the devotees are spreading and they are serving indirectly that indirect service becomes direct service of a sort as somehow they are touched to the point where they may say oh how how odd how strange how amazing oh how silly oh they're dancing. Oh, I'm also dancing. <laughs> and the devotees come and they grab my hand and they swing me around and, oh, this is so wonderful. <laughs> and so for a moment in who knows how long in their lives, they become participant in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's <laughs> Sankirtan movement. <laughs> so their indirect service uh, that led up to that moment of uh, what we can, as devotees, see as a kind of direct service is a wonderful thing. 
How are people serving indirectly? It is part of the uh, mystery, which is the the way that the uh, the the function of karma is going on. It is a great mystery. It is it is beyond uh, the calculation of all the computers assembled together, right? To calculate. Uh, how it is that one person's action at, in one particular moment has an effect uh, upon that person and upon all others. It's inconceivable how, how the entire nature is functioning um, in all its complexity. The attempt is made by ecologists and biologists to understand the interactions uh, of uh, all of nature, uh, but they come nowhere close to understanding that complexity. Um, how is how is it that they are serving the Lord indirectly? Indeed, <laughs> it is a wonder. But it is all understood, and that subject is there in the Brahma Samhita, uh, Brahma uh, Brahma Sutras, the Vedanta Sutra. How not how so much why that why question is is always there why this creation why uh, so that is discussed in the brahma sutras yeah comments from the ladies anything shanti 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 <laughs> Complaints? I don't see. You're pointing. Huh? Oh, Mother. Oh, you're hiding. Mother Vishak. Comments? Mother Vishak. So many references to different Shastras bringing in a, quite a complex analytical verse into something relevant for us. Thank you so much. Oh, Hare Krishna. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for your amazing service here. I'm amazed that you're still, you're still marching, marching forward. <laughs> so are you. We're, we're following you. <laughs> no, it's so wonderful what's happening here. Good. So I wish you all a wonderful day today. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Goti Vaishnavarinda ki, Gaur Premanande. Hare Krishna.